Welcome to the Gonna Love Me Too podcast, where we discuss dating, relationships, and absolutely everything self-growth. This is the podcast where important topics meet progress and where wisdom and weirdness collide. I am your host, John Polo. I'm a coach, author, speaker, and now a podcast host. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? The title of this week's episode is The Kindest Motherfucker I Know. So I believe in kindness, and I always have, but never quite to this degree. We've talked about it a little bit in the past on this podcast, but I want to take a deeper dive into it today. This world that we live in can be so damn beautiful. It really can. There's so much beauty in this world, but also it can be so damn ugly. It really can. There's so much ugliness in this world as well. For those of you that don't know, I do another podcast in addition to this one. One focused on loss and grieving and healing and rebuilding. And I told a story on that podcast episode this week that I want to tell you guys here today. Now, if you listen to that podcast as well and have already heard this story, keep listening here today because I'm about to tell the same story, but the things I say and talk about after this story will be different. Okay. So when Michelle was sick and eventually dying, I would really never leave her side. The only time I would leave her side was when someone would come and sit with her at the hospital and I would go home to get some clothes. Or if we were already home and I absolutely needed to get something from the grocery store or I needed to go to the pharmacy to get her medicine or all of a sudden, you know, despite her non-existent appetite, all of a sudden she got hungry and I had to go out and run to get her something to eat. Those would be the only times I would leave. So, you know, I tell her I'd be right back and I would head to the car and I would turn the car on and I would turn the radio on and I would start bawling, bawling. But I didn't have time to just sit there and bawl because I had to go, you know, and get whatever I had to get and get back home for her or get back to the hospital right? So, you know, let's say I was at home and I was going to the grocery store. I would start driving to the grocery store as an example, and I would be bawling the whole five to seven minute drive there. And I'd get there and I'd park my car and I'd, you know, clean myself up a little bit and I'd head in. Nobody in that store knew that I was feeling so incredibly broken. Nobody in that store knew that I just had a huge colossal breakdown in my car. And nobody in that store knew that my wife was at home dying of cancer. Nobody knew the fear, nobody knew the pain, Nobody knew the heartache that I was experiencing in that moment. Nobody knew it. 
Here's my point. We have absolutely no idea what our fellow human is going through. We have absolutely no idea if they're in a good, happy place or if they are about to break. I can vividly remember many times like that trip to the grocery store because it happened so many times. And I can vividly remember times where a smile or a stranger offering help in some way carried me through that moment. And I can vividly remember times in which somebody was rude or nasty or selfish or outright mean for one reason or another to me or to somebody else. And I can vividly remember how that almost made me just completely lose my shit because I was already on the edge of completely losing my shit. We have no idea what people are going through. We have no idea how close someone might be to breaking. A kid at home who is battling cancer, a spouse they were madly in love with, who just walked out on them for someone else or shit. It doesn't even have to be some kind of, you know, intense personal tragedy such as those, just someone having a really bad day and feeling maxed out with life. We just do not know the way I live my life now is to assume that every person I come into contact with needs my kindness to assume that every person I come into contact with can benefit from my kindness to assume that every person I come into contact with can have their day changed for the better by my kindness. Now, is that the reality? Maybe, maybe not, but what's the downside spreading kindness, being a good person, helping people who might be in pain, saying hello or glancing a smile to someone who feels invisible in this world. And in that second, you made them feel not so invisible. I am not trying to preach here, although I might sound a little bit preachy. I am not perfect when it comes to kindness. Not at all. <laughs> You're not, I'm not, no one is. I have been an asshole to people in my life, right? Of course, come on, now I'm 37 years old. Of course, I've had my moments to strangers and to the people I'm close with, including the people that I love. I've been an asshole. I've been insensitive. I've done and said mean things. I'm not saying the stuff I'm saying here today because I want to preach to y'all. I'm saying the stuff I'm saying here today because I know the impact human kindness has had on my life. And I see the impact my kindness has had on the lives of others. And yes, if I look back, I also realized the impact of my behavior when I was not being kind. If we're being honest, 
being kind isn't always easy. It might be free, but it's not easy. It's not. We live in a crazy world. We live in a stressful world. We live in a difficult world. And there are a lot of mean people we got to deal with on a daily basis, right? And the truth is, oftentimes, it's easier to be mean than it is to be nice. Let me give you guys an example here. This is kind of a silly example, but let's go with it. Let's say I'm dating someone and I really, really, really like her. And two days before Valentine's Day, she breaks my heart. And I'm just like devastated, right? I'm devastated. I thought she was going to be the next love of my life after my late wife, Michelle. And I'm brokenhearted. And I go to the grocery store on my way home after she's, you know, dumped me. And I'm just trying to get me some comfort food. <laughs> For the purposes of this example, let's say some ice cream. Okay. I'm going to go home and I'm going to stuff my face with a gallon full of ice cream. So I walk up to the ice cream aisle at the grocery store. And there's a couple in front of it, standing there, right in front of where I'm trying to go. And they're taking their sweet old time, like nobody else is in the store. Because in that moment, they don't even know that I'm behind them waiting. And I'm starting to get impatient because I just want to get my ice cream and get the fuck out of there. I'm not in a good place mentally or emotionally. And now, not only are they taking their sweet time, but all of a sudden, they start talking all lovey-dovey to each other. Talking about, Shmoopy, what kind of ice cream do you want, Shmoopy? No, no, you're my Shmoopy. You pick the ice cream, Shmoopy. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there without a Shmoopy and shit because my Shmoopy just dumped my ass. You know what I want to do? Do you know what I want to do? As their schmoopy, 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 schmoopy bullshit keeps going back and forth. I want to tell them to shut up. To get their damn ice cream. Nobody wants to hear their schmoopy shit. And get the fuck out of the way. I mean, if we're being honest, that's probably what I want to do. But I don't. I bite my tongue. And after schmoopy number one selects the mint chocolate chip, they turn around and they see me waiting there. And they realize they've taken forever and that I've probably been listening to their schmoopy bullshit for the last two minutes. And they very kindly apologize. And I very kindly say back, no worries, it's all good. Being kind in that moment took some work. It took some patience. It required me talking to myself, reminding myself, John, shut your mouth, man. Be nice. Be a good human. Now, some people might hear that example and think, well, you were being a phony. Nah. We're adults, y'all. We're adults. We're not four years old anymore. There's a difference between being phony and acting your age. And sometimes acting your age means being kind, 
even when you're not in the kindest of moods. People feel so down about themselves in this world that we live in. I talked about this a little bit in a season one episode. People feel so unseen. Self-esteem and self-worth are such huge issues in our society that are not talked about enough. You, you have the ability. I know I've said it before and I won't say it again for a while. I'm not gonna beat a dead horse, but you have the ability to be kind, to be inclusive, to lift people up instead of tearing them down. The words that come out of your mouth matter. I am not the kindest motherfucker I know. I'm not at all, but I strive to be because I know the difference kindness can make. I have seen it in very profound ways with my own two eyes. And I know the difference cruelty can make. I have seen it in very profound ways with my own two eyes. The ability to lift somebody up and make them feel seen versus the ability to tear someone down and to make them feel worthless. Sometimes I get really frustrated with my career because even though this is my full-time work, the writing and the coaching and the speaking and the podcast, I'm not at the level I want to be at and I get frustrated. I'm shy, believe it or not. (laughs) And I don't really like being the center of attention. So it's not because I want fame. Money, believe it or not, doesn't really mean shit to me. So it's not because I want all the money. I get frustrated with not being at a bigger level because I believe so much in my work and I so want to make a difference on a very large scale. And then I got to remind myself of something during those moments of frustration that I learned years ago we may not change the world by being kind to one person. We may not change the world by doing that. Come on now, there's 7 billion of us. We're not gonna change the world by being nice to one person, right? But for them, the world might be forever changed. I am not the kindest motherfucker I know. I actually have a lot of assholeness running through me, (laughs) but, but for the rest of my days, all of them, I'm going to strive to be. Thank you for listening to the gonna love me Too podcast for information on my books, coaching, virtual workshops, live events, and more, visit my website, johnpolocoaching.com. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you know somebody that can be helped by this podcast, don't be shy. Let them know it exists.